0: Hey there, it's Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. We're pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we want to blow it here. Did you say blow? Oh, I might have.
1: Claudette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on her way to Supermom it, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a time.
0: Bridge smashes coffee and makes up the words to her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high-five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right.
1: Both of us love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up, because the boys aren't the only ones with the stories.
0: Michelle Stone was quietly and secretly flirted off of her 14-year-old feet by her aunt and uncles, Calgary Hitman, Hockey Billet, and now Calgary Flames defenseman, Mike Stone. This mama of three littles and co-owner of Sugar Baker's Cookie Co. takes a few moments out of her busy life to shed some light on surviving health, a rare pregnancy condition that could have easily taken her life. She's keeping it real and enjoying the sweetness of her family and life in her hometown in Hockey City, Calgary. Given how busy she is, we are excited that we managed to steal some time with her.
1: Hey, Michelle, welcome to the podcast.
0: Hey, thanks for having me. Is Mike on the road right now? He is. I think
2: we're midway through, but I don't know. Day five going on, day 40 over here.
0: Oh, I can't Uh, even imagine. Your kids are so little. How
2: old are they now? Uh, The twins are three, and then Rhett will be two in April.
1: Oh, Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a full crew right there.
2: Yes, it's a busy
1: house. No kidding. Okay, so let's go back. I want to know, how did you guys meet? you and Mike
2: uh so Mike actually um he moved to Calgary when he was 16 and I was 14 and he billeted with my aunt and uncle while he played for the hitmans. so yeah <laughs> we're one of those
1: stories <laughs> one of those stories I love yeah. those stories so how did that go over were you just hanging out at your aunt and uncles and you were like oh you around see.
2: Yeah, we're like a
1: yeah, all the time. Sunday,
2: Sunday supper kind of family, so we definitely uh, we always say we used to avoid eye contact cross the table for a while and then yeah, finally started chatting and the rest is history. Oh
1: my god, that's awesome. Did everyone know? Like did you have to sneak around? I need to know these things. I have um I have some young honky players around in and around my house and a daughter so yeah. Give me the scoop. What am I supposed to be looking for here?
0: What are the
2: telltale signs? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I'm sure everyone like we thought we were being sneaky, but I'm sure everyone really knew what was happening. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But it could end up good. They might get married. So just well, let it ride. Well,
0: you guys are you're <laughs> so much younger than us. So did did you guys have cell phones back then? Like was there blackberries? What did you have for communication?
2: Yeah, I think Mike had a BlackBerry, but I was like flip phone for sure when we started dating. Okay. <laughs> we were the MSN messenger era oh, of okay. relationships. I loved that era. Yes. It was a simpler time.
1: Wait, aren't we still in that era?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Bridge, we're not. Did you see
0: no one logged in yet? <laughs> that was the best though. When you'd come like log in,
2: you're like, "Let's, who's in there? <laughs> yeah.
1: Guys, I don't even think I did that. I really don't no. think I did that. Nope.
2: You'd have to like sit at your computer with it offline, but just wait so you didn't look like you were like the loser who was always online. Just wait for like <laughs> the people you like to sign in.
1: <laughs> nope. I skipped that one. Okay. I must have had my guy already, so I didn't have to worry about sitting there pretending like I wasn't waiting for him.
0: Oh, not like <laughs> us. We had to put the time in. I had to wait for Jason
1: to log in after
2: practice like, oh man, I get it.
1: <laughs> what, and what is your business? Uh, so
2: I do custom sugar cookies with royal icing. Oh yeah. Yum. Yeah.
1: How it did you get not. into that?
2: Uh, my mom, she kind of did it growing up and then I asked her to teach me and, um, forced her into business with me. So we've been doing it for like a year and a half now and that's yeah, fun. You're doing so
0: well though. Like you're always holding, uh, workshops and I know like I have to put my orders in pretty like (laughs) with a good amount of notice because you're so swamped, which is
2: awesome. Yeah. We are booking up fast, which is good. Very good. But what's the name of your business? Um, it's sugar bakers cookie co.
1: Okay. Awesome. So Codette was just saying that you, you're doing cookie classes too. How does that like, do you do parties? Like wine parties, wine and cookies?
2: Yeah, we do um, mostly workshops where it's just anyone can sign up, but we do some like in-house parties too, which is fun for people to get their friends together. And yeah, we've done a couple of those too, which is good too. That's a fun idea. So
0: I just had to put Ryder's cookie order in because um, he always likes something super different. So last year, Michelle made him cookies (laughs) of street signs. Um, of course he loved so much and then this year i sent michelle his request for this year
2: she's like don't know what that is i know it's it's writers a fun uh it's a fun order because it's first for starters it's one of a kind and it's challenging in the sense (laughs) that it has to be perfect (laughs) what
1: what did he ask for what did he ask for Um, this year
0: Crossy Roads, like mini, Crossy Roads mini figurines. It's like from an app. It's what he ended up being for Halloween and stuff. But he, which he won, he, his class voted him best costume this year. So he, he won those all in like cookies. So she's like, okay. I'm like, oh, like if you've seen him open those packets, uh, yeah.
1: videos. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that.
2: You can see the passion behind that, so there's definitely some pressure on the shelf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was putting in my research the other day, and Mike walked into the room. He's like, "What the hell are you looking at? Like, <laughs> I'm like on eBay looking <laughs> at like your <grotty> road figurine." <laughs> so,
1: cute. so how wh- how does that work in the process? Then, do you make your own cutters, your own shapes, and then uh, how does this work?
2: Yeah, we have a three D printer, so sometimes <gasps> sometimes we use that for. Uh, yeah for different shapes like this or yeah or we'll just do it on a plaque but i don't know we might do some custom uh, cookie cutters
1: for rider okay so you can actually make your own cookie cutters with the 3d printer yeah what's the craziest thing you've ever put in the 3d printer Asking for a friend. Yeah, Bridge wants something, something outrageous.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm going to disappoint you because I don't have a wild answer, but if you have any ideas you want to send my way, like... <laughs> like we can not, make- nothing for like a bachelorette party or anything? <laughs> no, but yeah, you'll have to send me your ideas and I'll send you some custom <laughs> cookie cutters.
1: <laughs> Does it have to scan it in a 3D way as well?
2: <laughs> it,
1: the item? Um, <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> it's all, it's, I'm just disappointing you with these boring, like, nerd <laughs> answers. But no, we're just gonna
0: send her own homemade drawings and be like, scan this one.
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I do. I do. I'm just, I'm just trying to get creative. <laughs> were you at the hockey game last last week with the whole, uh, with the line brawl?
2: I wasn't. He wasn't playing that game. So, okay. I,
1: yeah, I so wasn't. To, but. Okay. That so we can't exciting. get into it with you. That was crazy. I know. I mean yeah, I heard we...
2: Brigitte's side of it the other day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. We were all like, What's
2: happening?
1: But yeah. has I Mike ever
2: fought? Um, he used to fight all the time in junior and he was pretty like I mean, I wouldn't I mean he was pretty good in junior and then his first year pro he got into a fight in San Antonio and broke his nose so bad had to have no job, and oh. has never fought again oh
1: my God. <laughs> so
2: so diff- a little different fighting the big boys than the, <laughs> and
1: the kids yeah yeah welcome to the show yeah. yeah Ray's Ray never got in a fight either he never had a no. five minutes for fighting in his entire career I was like, come on, just one. Like we, near the end, it was comical, not near the end, but yeah, it must've been near the end. We were like, just come on, just get, just do it. <laughs> drop. He actually did once drop the gloves. And then I think he only got like a two and a two or something, but didn't actually get the five. Really?
0: Jason <laughs> Very disappointing
1: thought, for all the Whitney's.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jason fought once in junior or a couple times. I don't know. I wasn't
1: there. Did he skate to the red line like Mike Smith?
0: I don't know. I'm not a details kind of asking person. He said he got in a fight and I was like, cool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fine. I'll ask him. I'll ask him next time I see him. Yeah. (laughs) Then let me know. (laughs) So Michelle, we met actually, I kind of feel like you and I, I don't know if we met face to face before this happened, but um, you and I had the same odd beginning to our pregnancies or ending to our pregnancies, I guess, Michelle and I both had HELP syndrome. So for anyone that doesn't know what that is, it's a pregnancy complication where um, your blood levels are all a little bit crazy. You have um, hemolysis, elevated liver enzymes, and low platelets. So it's very dangerous to the babies or baby and to the mom. Essentially, in my case, it was they had told me that I was um, allergic, having an allergic reaction to the baby which for me, Hannah was due in three days, so they took her out quickly, and it was frightening. But your story, Michelle, is quite a bit different than mine, although we both had the same thing. Walk us through that.
2: Yeah. Well, for me, I'd already been in the hospital for – I'd been hospitalized with preeclampsia, uh, and I'd been in there for um, a couple weeks, and, yeah, they were just – Monitoring my vitals really closely, and it was pretty. Even with that, it was pretty bad, and then it progressed to help. Um, and once it gets to that, they don't waste time. So,
1: yeah, yeah. How far was, along were you in your pregnancy when you had when they put you in the hospital with with preeclampsia?
2: Um, I think I, I was around like thirty one, thirty, thirty one weeks, and okay. then. And this is with your um, twins.
1: With yeah, the twins, with the twins. Correct?
2: Yeah, so it was kind of crazy. I'd been it was summer in Arizona, so I was um you know, it's so hot and I was retaining a lot of water and really really swollen. But they um just thought it was the heat and all this. But then um at that point my doctor was seeing me every 2 days. So I went in on a Tuesday, everything was fine. Went in on a Thursday and was put to hospital right away and um yeah, this was this is kind of the crazy part. I was retaining so much water by the end of my pregnancy. The last time I stepped on a scale, which was actually a couple of days before I delivered, I weighed 270 pounds. Oh my God. Holy! Like, I was shit. unrecognizable. I showed uh, one of my <laughs> nurses <laughs> a picture of what I normally look like, and she could not believe. She was like, no, she could not believe I, yeah, what I look like. Oh my God. And was that yeah. weight
1: gain? Like, was it slightly progressive? Like, obviously it was water weight, but was, did it, did you put on a lot fast, like near that end? Yeah. So gonna- my,
2: when the weeks I was in hospital, they were monitoring my fluid intake outtake. So for every 10 ounces I, that went in, I was only, um, I only had a one ounce output. Wow. So basically I was just gaining by the Holy hour.
1: Crap. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. And then,
2: so, I mean, obviously you gain weight in pregnancy and babies, placenta, blood, whatever. But once I had the babies, they put me on a diuretic and I lost the first hundred pounds in four
1: days. Holy so shit. That's a person. That's an entire person.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, in four days, so some of that was I had two tiny little babies and whatever, but a ton of water. It was just crazy. That's so scary. Like, there's so many things that can
0: happen in pregnancies and deliveries that you just don't even realize. You have no idea. You just think you're going to... I know, like, everyone always goes in with, like, a birth plan, and this is how it's going to go, and they're going to do this, and then it's like, boom, no, not happening.
1: I always felt like, too, I had a hard, hard time... I didn't really talk about it afterwards because it was super scary. I almost didn't make it, but it was—I almost was almost removed from that feeling because I was out of it. It terrified mm-hmm. Ray and my parents more because they were sitting there watching me. But I—I um, mm-hmm. I feel a little—I'm glad we're talking about it right now because I feel like people need to be aware, and it's good to. you don't want to freak out your friends, but I think that's why I just kind of kept my mouth shut. And if if I had a Mm -hmm. girlfriend that was pregnant, I never would say, make sure that you test for this. Make sure, I mean, it can happen so fast. But then part of me is that we do need to talk about things like this so people can pay attention to symptoms and advocate for themselves.
2: Yeah, especially, I mean, the mortality rate, I think it's one in four. So it's super high. And if you know the symptoms, I think it's just, you have such a better chance because it just progresses so quickly. And, but yeah, I, I didn't really think about it until I think the last time we spoke about it, but it's one of those weird things when you almost die in childbirth. Cause it's, it's like you almost die, but you don't. And then as soon as you're strong enough to be okay, you just have to take care of your babies and no one really, you don't yeah. really have a chance to like process it or, um, right. I don't know, did you have,
1: have a hard time after then, like uh, when you were processing it, I feel like i I don't know if I could have equated it with having like postpartum depression necessarily, but I do remember once I got home from the hospital, just kind of crying a lot because I remember just looking at Ray and being like, Oh my God, like in awe of this baby, but also like I almost didn't get to see this, you know I just yeah. I had feelings like that where I was completely overwhelmed with the fact that I may. Not have been there. Mm-hmm.
2: I think for me, um, I I don't know. By the time I was, I, I mean, it definitely took me a couple of days to even be able to function. I think, but then by the time I could, then I had. I mean, my my kids were six weeks early, and my daughter had a lot of health problems. So I think for the first year, I didn't even really have time to think about it or process mm-hmm. it, and then within nine months of them being born, we got pregnant again. And I think that was when I realized, Oh my God, like, what have we done? <laughs> like that's a lot. I know what again? you've
0: done. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 But, but it, I mean, that's when I really got scared. I think being pregnant again, I just felt so vulnerable and yeah.
1: Were you in Phoenix then again with that? With your second pregnancy? um,
2: No, we were in Canada. So, okay. the <clears throat> yeah, I felt really com- confident in, in Arizona. My doctor was awesome. She was a high-risk doctor. I really felt like she had everything under control, even when things got really scary. And then it's just a little bit different healthcare system here, and you don't get seen as often. So, I was definitely felt a little bit um, more on edge being pregnant here, especially after my experience there.
1: Yeah. So, did they monitor you more closely with your second pregnancy?
2: They did, yeah. And then um, I think at around um, 20 weeks, I started showing some um, early signs. My blood pressure started to go up. So, they put me on a community care um, program where I, Had to check in with a nurse twice a day, and actually, a nurse came to my house, which was awesome. And just had to get labs done every week. So, then being on that program, I felt a lot better. And at that point, when I started to show symptoms at 20 weeks, I was honestly just worried about getting Rhett to viability. But I managed to carry him, I think, to 37 or 38 weeks. And then they took him, yeah.
1: So what are some of the signs? Can you tell? I can remember a couple, but go ahead and fill us in what some of the symptoms are.
2: Well, blood pressure for one is a really um, good indicator, especially for pre- preeclampsia. And then um, your vision is a huge one. So really, um, when the whole time I was in the hospital with being on bed rest, actually, I had, um, like spots in my eyes. I know, I don't know if you've Mm -hmm. ever passed out. And do you know that feeling like when you're about to pass out and your eyes are all spotty? So I had that the whole time. Basically they told me it's your neurological functions are shutting down.
1: Hmm. I never heard that before.
2: That happens to me, but it's usually (laughs) (laughs) self-induced. And then pain, lip, lip pain where your liver is, I guess is common too. And platelet count.
1: Yeah. And the one for me, one of the big uh, red flags was protein in your urine, but they do test that every time they uh, do go in. And for me, I, they tested, let's say it was on the Friday uh, and there was no protein in my urine. And then when I went in because I felt awful and I had this pain um, like under my rib cage, Mm -hmm. I just knew it wasn't normal. But again, I was so much closer to my due date than you were. Um, <laughs> but then when I went in, they tested and that's when they found the protein in the urine, they were like, ooh, red flag, we got to take care of this. And then like yeah. you said, it happens very, very quickly how how quickly the mom can crash and the babies, you're worried about the babies, but it's more the mom.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then it's both your guys' first pregnancies, So like, what do you know?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's actually when grand. it happens, I think, I don't, I don't want to say always, but I think almost always
1: right yeah wow, it's the that, it's pregnancy. more yeah it's a higher percentage in first pregnancies and i've heard and i could be wrong so please don't quote me on this but my doctor told me that um with subsequent pregnancies if you have it with the same partner you're fine but if you were to, if i were to have a baby with someone else it, my risk would be higher again i don't Which know is crazy. If, I don't, it, it is crazy yeah i'm um, sorry that holds that over my head <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm
0: just kidding it's like do not be a afraid this is not the time
1: <laughs> no this is not but even still like you like the chances are so i don't know like it's i don't know what the what the actual stat is for getting it like the one in a million or whatever S- certain amount of people get pre some get extreme eclampsia and then help mm-hmm. is even more rare so it's, it's really rare yeah yeah, yeah. So when you got it, I just was like, Holy shit, you you had it too. And then I think I messaged you on Instagram or something. Like we were kind of messaging a little bit.
2: Yeah, I don't I you're the only one I know who personally who has had it. I do I had a friend of a friend who had it and actually did not survive. So No way. Yeah. Which is awful.
1: Holy crap. So brutal.
2: And so are you guys Mm -hmm. done having kids or? Is there more? Yeah, we're done. Yeah, again, again, we uh, we wanted four, but it's just not safe. My yeah. doctor didn't think we should have any more. So, yeah, but we're lucky to have three healthy yeah. kids. Yeah, that's Isn't good. And then nipped? Actually, no, I had a C-section, so my doctor just oh. strongly recommended she take out my tubes, and they don't tie them; even they just remove them because I guess oh, it reduces the risk of cancer too so oh, oh that's
1: smart okay. okay yeah
2: i made, I made, made like one. a
0: dog <laughs> yeah i might <made laughs> go get snipped because i'm like okay i don't want to have an iud in me anymore so took forever though i had to like threaten him i was like kate i'm not putting out anymore so you go get snipped and then i hear him like go downstairs and then i hear like hi yeah i'd like to make an appointment i'm like mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> didn't last no yeah yeah <laughs>
1: So after you've had, after you had your babies, do you feel like you guys kind of like relationship wise? I don't know. It's, it's just so scary. It's scary for you. It's scary for him. Again, like I said, I feel like Ray was more terrified than I was.
2: Yeah. I think that's the same for Mike. Um, just cause you're so out of it. Yeah. I, I think for the first, I don't know, two or three days after I had them, I could barely even keep my eyes open. I remember like a lactation consultant coming to talk to me and I just remember like thinking, man, I should be listening, but I could not stay awake to save my life. Like, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. But no kidding. And then yeah, say, so I, think, I, mean, I stayed in the hospital for five days after that. And I, there's no way I could have gone home. Were you there longer then? Cause your babies were preemies.
2: I was there a week and then I actually ended up um, signing myself out against oh. <laughs> recommendations. <laughs> Because I, I'd already been in there for weeks before delivering and it's just so hard to, I mean, they wake you obviously for good reason to check your vitals, but I just felt like I was being woken and then my babies were waking up at different times. So I was being, I never slept and I hadn't been sleeping for the weeks prior to because the same, the same deal. My vitals were checked every, I don't know, two hours for weeks before I even delivered. So Oh my gosh. Wow. But, so yeah, right it was time now, to go I, home and get yeah. some sleep. Yeah. I, I'll never forget my doctor coming in and Mike had already loaded the car and I just told her I was sleeping. <laughs>
1: <But, laughs> <center. like>, Goodbye. <laughs> so do you have, do you have videos set up in your kids' rooms? This was before we didn't have that kind of video situation. We just had the little walkie talkie type things, but do you have videos in your kids' rooms?
2: Yeah, we have, um, our security system covers um, pretty much every room in the house except the master. Why? <laughs> uh, yeah, they, the, um, it's good because we catch all the funny moments. So I think a couple of weeks ago, I was putting away some laundry and came back to the twins' room, and my full cup of coffee was gone. <laughs> <laughs> and um, anyway replay it on the camera I just see Wyatt drinking it and then <laughs> he says to Jolie, don't tell mom and keeps drinking it and then of course my goody two-shoes daughter told on him so their little. Their at little least I have child. one honest
0: child
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. all you need that's all yeah. you need
0: their little yeah. chatter over that was so funny how cute is that yeah they're pretty funny like don't it's constant entertainment don't tell mom he's like chugging her
1: coffee (laughs) how was he later was he just bouncing off walls or what
2: um he wasn't too crazy but he didn't go to sleep till 10 that night so that was fun it was like of course the end of a week-long road
1: trip too of course of course do you take the kids to lots of games
2: yeah if mike's playing we're always there
1: yeah so. do they love they it? Do you, it i love that people are just taking their kids down um early on the glass at warm-ups and stuff i love to see those pictures they're so cute
2: yeah it's fun they i don't know i've been bringing the twins since they were could fit in my pa- the palm of my hand so i feel like they're they're really good <laughs> at the games and then Rhett, my littlest. He was an April birthday, so I feel like it took a while to kind of get him, I don't know, used to the whole thing, because he was six months by the time he got to his first game. So Right. But he's That's really, he's starting to get into it now.
1: Cute. What's their favorite, like, what's the routine? Do you have a certain routine at the games with the kids? Um. Yeah, well, we go I know, and, work. and... I don't work for me, so I'm curious what's working for you.
2: Well, it's always a a bit of a fight to even get them into the family room because they're scared to miss any of it. So I usually have to drag for sure Wyatt in there. He's always scared the game's going to start without him. (laughs) But we've been pushing it a little bit. I let them stay a full game last week, and I think I've been paying for it for like seven days straight. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe not again. (laughs) and
0: are there other a lot of other kids the same age on the team? Yeah, there's quite a few
2: kids their age.
0: So, do they all run around like crazy?
2: Yeah, the family rooms usually pretty lively, which is fun for them.
1: <laughs> do they have childcare there <laughs> in Calgary at the games? No, no. There's been a few cities for us Kodat. Have you guys did you have that in any of the teams?
0: Mm-hmm. No, Vancouver did after we left, but when I went to Florida to go visit a girlfriend, they had childcare at their games.
1: Yeah, that's so. Again, listeners, there's a family room for the kids and uh, wives to go be in before, after, during the game, or whatever. And it's there's often toys in there and there's food for dinner so you can come early and eat. But then there are teams where Florida, same thing when we were there, they actually had childcare. And they had two babysitters. So if you want to take your kids, and sometimes my kids didn't necessarily want to go upstairs. They would want to hang down. Actually, that's a lie. I think they actually did want to come up, but sometimes I wanted to leave them down. So. <laughs> you just
0: convinced somebody want to go upstairs? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, don't you want to
1: play? Actually, in Florida, I didn't have kids. I didn't have any. So, um, but I always thought it was kind of cool because it gave the girls some freedom. If they just wanted to go up for a period and watch the game without them, they could. And
0: We're going to do some questions to get to know you and Mike a little bit better. Well, one thing that we always find really funny, I'm just going to ask right now, what would you say your pet peeve is
2: for, about Mike and what his would be for you? Um, for sure, mine is when he comes home and puts his like filthy coins and bills on the counter <laughs> and his for me would probably be my, how disgusting my car is.
1: Oh, uh, Yeah. You have three little kids, so that makes complete I know. sense.
2: It's hard.
0: It's hard to keep it clean, especially when you have to like eat on the go and stuff, but like that's my thing says
2: like you could come into my car and eat a full like six-course meal. <laughs>
0: like. But my kids will get in the car and they're like, "Ew, your car is like, so disgusting." I'm like, "That's your lemon loaf squished in the back." I'm
2: like, that's not mine. You did that. I'm like, don't sit here and judge me. <laughs> what do you do to relax? Honestly, there's like not a lot of time to relax. It's like you get the jobs done, and you go to bed. I guess I sleep to
1: relax. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys get any date nights?
2: Yeah, yeah, we do. And I guess I shouldn't say that. We, we live on an acreage, so I think we're outside a lot. Like that's kind of what we do to relax in the summer. We'll like throw a baseball around or we do yard work. And I don't know, that's kind of like our, our jam being outside. So yeah.
1: Who gets up earlier in the mornings? Me for sure, even in the summer
2: yeah i'm an I'm an early riser, like I'm six a m even before kids. I like that actually, I probably sleep in more now that I have kids than I used to.
1: I like that quiet time of day that's Kodak too yeah Me, i like the i like the quiet time of night <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Totally. laughs>
2: who's messier? I would say we're both pretty clean yeah. honestly i I'll give him credit
1: because he's. He, yeah, he likes to be organized. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Is he specific about what he wears to games? Like, does, like, is there he's, a superstitious outfit or?
2: Not really, but he is pretty particular about things. Like he does all of his own laundry because he, I don't know, he's just so picky about how it's done. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God, I wish Jason was picky about how it was done and did it himself. Yeah. <laughs> You should just start shrinking and stuff because I think that's the deal. He doesn't trust me.
1: (laughs) Yep. Don't be good at something you don't want to do.
2: Right. And then I'll never hear the
0: end of it. I already don't cook. Yeah. Like I can't (laughs) I'm bad at that too.
1: That was Um, my quote. That was my quote I stole from um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. (laughs) Don't be good. good. Roderick's rules. Don't be good at something you don't want to do. Ray gives me shit. He's like, that's brutal. That's a brutal piece of advice. And I'm like, well, it seems to be. (laughs) seems to be working for me. <laughs> no one wants me to cook.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who spends more money?
2: Uh, Mike, for sure, I would say. Like clothes? What does he... What is he yeah, like through? how many pairs of golf shoes can one person have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got like... Our, it's insane, the shoes. <laughs> and not, not even like expensive stuff, just like normal... I don't know, like you don't probably need eight pairs of golf shoes.
0: Oh, you probably do. <laughs> if Jason's listening, yeah. he, will, he will defend Mike.
1: Yeah, Ray would too. One in every closet. <laughs> Have you ever had any, like, an embarrassing hockey moment, like, within the hockey world?
2: This isn't super hockey-related, but I did go to the team dentist this year, which I hadn't been to the dentist since I had kids and she I was like wearing my bib and she went she like reached over me to take it off and I thought she was giving me a hug and I was just no kind of like on <laughs> the shoulder like okay we're <laughs> hugging and she was so weird <laughs> 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 kind of hockey, I
1: guess it's like the team did this and I don't know oh God, how did you recover that's hilarious How'd I did you recover? it I was
2: just like yeah that happened <laughs> <laughs>
1: switch dentist next time yeah that's the last time you'll see that dentist <laughs> he's calling oh you God. for a follow-up
0: you're like Nope, I found a new one don't it up your list."
1: <laughs> did you reach right in for a full embrace like part of me would want to then just like pull her right onto the full-on chair with me <laughs> you kind of more out. of
2: like a like half hug like, like pat on the back <laughs> like what the-
1: <laughs> and then I realized what was happening <laughs> She's just taking the bib off. (laughs) So So you're bearing down. This is kind of like the the big uh I don't know, the playoff race is happening kind of now, right? February. I feel like in February I started to pay more attention to the hockey games.
2: Yeah, and the West is so tight right now. So anything can happen, I think. We'll see. Yeah.
1: It's exciting to watch. And then Mike's brother plays in (laughs) Vegas, right? Yeah, he does. So have you gotten to Vegas to see any games? Um, Not for the games.
2: We went um, last June for the awards. Mark was up for an award. So yeah, we went, um, we brought the kids and stayed in his house and Mike's parents came down too. So it was fun.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And then they just got, Mark and Haley just got engaged. So when are they planning on getting
2: married? Um, I don't think this summer, but the one after I think think i don't i'm not sure last i spoke to her they hadn't picked a date yet but
1: that's so exciting though that is exciting is it just the two boys yeah just the two of them okay who's older mike's older
2: two years older older.
1: okay that's fun they they must have some fun uh little growing up stories i always feel like when brothers end up first of all it's pretty awesome that two (laughs) brothers end up playing in the nhl i think it's pretty incredible and I always wonder like how was their little battles like growing up
2: yeah I think well Mike says he would not have made it without his brother really well, like without wanting to beat his brother so badly he would never have been pushed hard enough to make it
1: are your kids sporting any um Mark Stone Vegas Golden Knights jerseys or how does that work in the household?
2: Yeah, actually, they've got t-shirts, which we got them in Vegas and the boys will choose their
1: Vegas t-shirts. Really? Quite often, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop. Like, I think, I, I don't know, I think that's kind of, I think it's fun, obviously, because that's their uncle. But I mean, my kids even, like Hudson wore an Eric Stahl jersey and actually the first jersey that he, when he could choose, because obviously we bought our kids their dad's jerseys. But then when Hudson was old enough, I remember he was like, I want a Justin Williams jersey. And then it was, I want um, an Eric Stahl jersey. So he had kind of a collection and then he would choose who he wanted to cheer for that night, which is kind of fun because Ray wasn't always the favorite.
2: Oh, yeah, it's fun to let them choose. I think our kids, they have that Playmobil Zamboni and they've chosen the Oilers Deckel to go on their little Zamboni. So they're definitely <laughs> oh. dabbling in. All sorts of teams right now. they <laughs> are a little mixed up, I'd say. <laughs>
1: yes. <Yeah. laughs> I think so. That's hilarious. That's so cute. Though. I wonder why the Oilers? I wonder why they're picking the Oilers.
2: I don't know why he's got a thing for the Oilers, but we'll see what we'll see what he chooses.
1: Yeah. I actually love that your kids are wanting to be out there and watching the game and being on time for the games. I think that's awesome because they're little. They're only 3.
2: Yeah. They um they're definitely stone. Our boys are definitely stones. Jolie's, she's my kid, but the boys will, they're diehards. So
1: that's fun. We're are great. they skating yet? Is anyone skating yet?
2: Yeah, actually Mike built them a rink in our yard. So they've been, they've been out there a lot this winter, which is fun.
1: That's so fun.
2: That's so nice. You guys have such a good space. Yeah, we've got a sport court, so it's pretty easy just to flood it, but Mike says it's for the kids, but I think it's, I think it's mostly for him. He'll go out there at like 11 o'clock and take shots. (laughs) Do you find that though? Like I find on
0: social media, I find that so many of my hockey friends, like their husbands are out there doing all the rink stuff. And I'm like, look at them just like reliving their childhood and what they wanted to have in their backyard
2: or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He loves it. He he spends hours out there getting everything (laughs) perfect. Well, especially here though, the weather, like you have to keep flooding it. Yeah.
1: Do a lot of players... What's it like in Calgary? Is everybody pretty spread out with where they live?
2: Yeah, everyone's really spread out. So it's not like... I don't know. I feel like in Scottsdale, it's nice. Everyone lives five minutes from each other.
1: But here, it's a lot different. So it's a little trickier. Are you all trying to get together? Or is it hard even to... I mean, you're at a different phase in your life with your littles, but...
2: Yeah, yeah. um,
1: Are the girls... Um, is it a pretty good group of girls there in Calgary this year?
2: Yeah, everyone's really nice. Yeah. No, no drama to report. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Even when there is, people tend to bite their tongues about it, anyways. Yeah. And then you years talk years. about it
0: later, like we do. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We, did, we didn't talk about it at the time, but now we're like, oh my god, that was the worst. It was scary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think there's like a ten year, a ten year freebie, and then at, at the ten year point, maybe less. You're <laughs> well, yeah, yeah.
0: Now we're confident <laughs> enough we can talk about it. We're like, yeah, that was messed up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> man.
0: But who, like, who lives the closest to you on the team?
2: Actually, Bonnie Ryan, they live pretty close. They're like five minutes away. So, yeah. Our kids, um, her, their youngest is the same age as the twins. Okay. Because the Browers mm-hmm.
0: are pretty close to you. Obviously, they're not here right
2: now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they live close. Well, I guess probably between me and you, hey? Yeah.
1: Do you have a lot of, are a lot of your friends from um, growing up still out there too? Because you grew up yeah. in Calgary, you said, right?
2: Yeah, my close friends are still here. And then now it's once your kids get into activities and stuff, I feel like we're meeting more people just in Springbank, which is nice too.
1: So. Yeah, you get to be a little more of a civilian, quote unquote, when your kids... Start to play sports and get into activities. It's so nice to kind of be normal people.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> how well, have we kind of asked Brigitte about this too? But how has it been then when Mike comes around with the kids and their sport sporting events?
2: Uh, well, they're not in anything super serious still. Yeah. Just they're three and two, but yeah, just Jolie's in dance, and then the three of them are in sport ball. I, I think you guys have that in Arizona. Hey, like I don't know. It's like a mix of sports that they do. Yeah. Um, They rotate. They do like kind of all the sports. So it's not, they're not in anything super organized yet. Yeah.
1: But so when you show up and then your dad is one of the Calgary Flames, that's kind of, do people get weird around you? I don't think, definitely not kids their age. No. But what about the parents? It's typically the parents, no matter what age the kids are.
2: Honestly, I just don't think Mike's um, like... If you're listening, bless your heart, Mike, but like, just not a big enough player that people are super, I, think, I don't know, starstruck fight. I think I you're, I they probably
0: pay more attention than you think. Cause like Jason yeah. wasn't a big name player either. And he also didn't play for the flames, but he definitely gets recognized when he's out.
2: He gets recognized for sure, but I don't know. The, there's only been a couple weird, I think when we first got traded here, it was the off season. And we went to McDonald's and Mike had his head out the window ordering. And someone started yelling, hey, Stone, hey, Stone. And then followed us like almost all the way home. Not the, was, no. not the like, place you want to get God, recognized. We're going to be on Twitter that I ate at McDonald's. I'm like, relax. Like, it's July. You can have your Big Mac.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny that that's what he's thinking about. Because I'd be like, who's yes. this people following us home? Don't you dare go home. We got to no. turn it
2: yeah, he was just worried that, I don't know, someone was going to report him <laughs> eating McDonald's. <laughs> totally. I think it's for the kids.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and again, like, I'm sure, same thing with us. Like, we've lived in different cities, too. And Ray's not always been the most recognizable player. And have, we haven't been in huge market cities. So it's always different, I think. I think they are noticing mm-hmm. more than you realize. Yeah. yeah,
2: maybe I might just be oblivious, I guess.
1: <laughs> totally. Like, that's, that's good a good thing. Like, a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, not a bad thing.
2: Well,
0: Thanks for joining on. us, Michelle. I know you're probably so tired, so <laughs> please
1: go to bed. <laughs> thanks, for me. thanks for jumping on. Love to catch up with you. Thanks. All right. We'll see you soon. Take care. Bye. 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 Thanks for hanging out. You've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. Join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend.
0: Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbera.